Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. some fun on a Wednesday hump day Chris don't shake your head Chris it's a great day it's an email roundup night and I know Chris thinks I'm lying and you probably think I'm lying that I'm going to get to a bunch of emails don't start a tally Chris don't start a tally on how many emails I'm going to get to tons so many you're, you're going to run out of tally space on there <laughs> what do we have tonight well I'm going to talk about dinosaurs and why they're lying We'll talk about Joe Biden, the Biden administration. They're doing something when it comes to immigration. There is apparently somebody new and worse than Trump, according to the the communists. That'll be fun to dig into. Uh, apparently, cops are about to get fatter and weaker. That's a great development. That'll help. And the newest development on what they're doing to the poor protesting farmers. All that and more is coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. If it sounds like I'm smiling I am smiling. I mean, I shouldn't be. These people all want to kill us. What do you say to those families who say, 
Listen, we can't afford to pay 4.85 a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. That that doesn't sound good at all. Doesn't sound good at all. So we'll talk about that tonight. And if you're watching on the simulcast and you're curious, hey, Jesse looks really good tonight. Is that a t-shirt he's wearing with his own picture on it? Yes, it is. Yes, you can buy those, but hey, this this is me. This is me. This is what I wear around. The wife gets horrified when I wear this shirt around. And I don't know why. I don't know why either, Chris. I don't know why either. Because all I get is compliments on it. Everywhere I go, people say, is that your own picture on your shirt? And I say, yes, it is. And they don't act impressed, but I can tell deep down they are. They're, they're, de- they're deeply impressed. But look, let's begin with the most important thing out there. Let's begin with our highest priority. Inflation is, is really high. Are you concerned about a recession? The administration said um, that they weren't, weren't that worried about, the in, about inflation, and then that changed. I think that there can be no higher priority than what we have been clear is our highest priority, which is bringing down... <laughs> all right, all right, all right, enough, enough, enough. I, I am going to deal with something bigger right now, something serious, before we get into all, all of our fun. Standards. You've seen the erosion of standards all around you. And I need to clarify what I'm saying right now. I am not doing the normal thing people do as they get older. I'm 40 now. I realize we have a bunch of people who listen who are a lot older than that and a bunch of people younger than that. But, you know, when you're young, I remember being a young person, a child, a teenager in my 20s. All you hear from older people is how it was better back in the day and people were better back in the day and young people were trash now. And and I've always flatly rejected that. The truth is every generation has a bunch of turds in it and every generation has a bunch of really outstanding people in it. And this the next generation coming up is no different. So, th- so I'm not doing the things were better back in the day. I'm not doing it in that way, trashing the next generation. But I am saying this. We have now, because of a sustained assault on every single good thing in society, we have now a degradation of standards like we have never seen before in this country. And, and if you ever have a moment before we expand on this, if you ever have a moment where you look around and you say to yourself, man, it seems like it seems like they're attacking everything awesome. It's because they are. That's on purpose. Remember, the goal, the goal of communism is always destruction. Well, you don't have to destroy things that already suck. If I come up to a home and and I decide this home is evil. And it's got a, a fence that's in horrible disrepair. And the mailbox has fallen over. But boy, the uh, west wing of the house is in great shape. I'm not going to spend any time ripping down the fence that's ar- that already sucks. I'm going to go after the west wing. That's exactly what the communists have done at every level in this society. Oh, why did they go after sports? We can't even have sports anymore. They went after sports because sports is actually, believe it or not, a critical part of a society. It's not just weird side entertainment. There's a reason even tiny tribes have sports. 
It's a way for society to come together, join together in a cause, cheer. We don't have that anymore. You know what a big New York Giants fan I was forever. I, I went and watched them win a Super Bowl in person. Don't wave your hand, Chris. I watched them beat the undefeated Patriots in a Super Bowl in Arizona in your stupid face. Anyway, you know what a fan I was? I haven't watched in three or four years. You asked me, right? I used to be able to name, I know this is pathetic, every single person on the New York Giants roster. I mean, the whole roster. I couldn't tell you who the starting quarterback is now. They took that from me. But they did that on purpose because sports is good. Oh, we don't even have the Boy Scouts anymore. That has to be all LGBTQ. We don't have movies. We don't. All this is on purpose. I want, I want to explain something. You know right now Iran and Russia and China, they're starting to begin military drills and military exercises in Latin America. In the meantime, the U.S. military... We are running out all the unvaccinated and all the super studs are leaving. But this goes well beyond a federal level as far as the degradation of standards. Did you see this headline? The NYPD, they're making fitness tests easier. Why are they making them easier? Well, because, and I quote, there's a record wave of retirements. This is the exact thing I've warned about with the military over and over again about the soft purge. There are two parts to the soft purge, and actually both apply to this. This is a great example of what I've been talking about. The two parts to the soft purge are, one, the super stud who doesn't join. He would have joined. He wanted to serve. Now, ah, he's going to go do something else. He's got options. So that's one part of the soft purge, the guy who never comes in. The second part is the studs you have who don't want all this filth on them. They're walking away. This is happening across the U.S. military. The stories I hear by email right now would shock you of guys who are in and, and they talk about the degradation of what they see around them. And they're all, they're all telling me things like, I'm out. My kids won't serve. I'm out. Well, remember, this goes all the way down to the local level too. The NYPD. If all the studs are leaving, they're all retiring. They're all going to either go be a cop somewhere else, somewhere where they're appreciated, somewhere where they're allowed to do their job, or they have all kinds of options. You have NYPD on your resume. You can do a whole lot of things, make a whole lot of money for yourself. And now you need new recruits. But again, why would you need to lower standards? Why would you need to lower fitness standards? What doesn't make sense. Well, Back to what I just said, same thing that applies to the military that I've talked about forever. That uh, 18-year-old stud, he was a high school wrestler. His dad and him, they watch football on Sundays. He, he's been shooting weapons his whole life. Knows his way around a firearm. Been in a few fist fights. You know the kind of cop you want coming to your house when there's shooting out in front? Why would he want to be a cop? I mean, why would he want to be a cop now? You're going to demonize him as a racist every time he body slams someone into the sidewalk? You're going to perhaps send him to prison if he has to use his weapon in the dark in a stressful situation? He knows he has options. He has a million options. He doesn't have to go serve and protect. He's going to walk away. The degradation of standards is way more than just 
this little thing in HR or this little part of your company that's getting worse or, or government officials getting dumber or, or maybe doctors getting worse. Or, or it, it goes way beyond that. It goes to the actual physical security of you and me. Let's expand it again. Iran, China, Russia. We're talking nuclear powers getting together and forming an anti-American bloc to take us down. That's the whole purpose of it. What are we doing? We're kicking out all the super studs and we're bringing in people you don't want in the military. The degradation of standards. Speaking of degradation of standards, Michael put together a little montage. Oh gosh, it's boy, you want to hear degradation of standards? It's going to be on full display here in a second. So that means, I mean, by the way, all this degradation of standards stuff means that you You're going to have to look out for yourself now. I'm going to have to look out for myself now more and more. The truth is now, maybe five years from now, you pick up that phone. Maybe no one's coming. Maybe the person coming to help you isn't someone who's worth a darn at all. Question is, what can you do about it? If you have to pick up your weapon and someone's trying to hurt you or the person you love, can you hit what you aim at? If you're standing there in the hall of your apartment and somebody terrible has broken down the door and maybe your son or daughter is standing between you and that somebody, can you squeeze off a shot or two and hit the bad guy and not kill your son? When I tell you to get a Mantis X in practice, that's what I mean. I don't tell you to get a Mantis X in practice so you can show off for your buddies at the range. I tell you that because it might mean your life or the life of your loved one one day. Practice inside your home without firing a shot. They'll put you through drills. You will get better. We all have to get better, myself included. MantisX.com. Go get one today. MantisX.com. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. The degradation of standards. What if somebody's breaking in and you have to make a phone call? Hello, 911. I'm so scared. I'm hiding under the bed with my daughter. Please send the police. But the cop they send to your house can't even get over the climbing wall. What difference does it make? You might as well not send anybody. This is what I'm talking about. Degradation of standards. Wrap your mind around being the White House press secretary and this being your montage. Credit to Michael for putting together this one. This is all the greatness of Corinne Diversity Hire. Keep in mind as you listen to this, this person is Ivy League educated for one and two. Her job is to be the voice of the president of the United States of America. Sit back and enjoy. There's a Reuters report this morning that says that more than 5 million barrels of oil that were released from the emergency of oil reserves were exported to Europe and Asia last month, and some of it reportedly was actually heading to China. Uh, is the administration aware of those reports, and does the president mind that some of this oil that was meant to uh, ease pain for consumers is headed overseas? I have not seen that report, so I would honestly have to go look into it and see what 
what the truth is in that in that uh, statement that you just laid out. There's video of the French president running up to President Biden, and and I just want to pause on this for a moment. Sorry to interrupt your montage, Michael, but um, you do know that not only did they stop all the oil and gas drilling here, they decided to start depleting our strategic oil reserve. Now, I'm sorry. Look, apologize. It's time to do a little history. It's time to do a little history rewind. Sorry, Chris. I get distracted. I know. I'll get through it. There's still a minute and 30 seconds left. I got distracted. I've got it paused where it was. Let's talk about oil. I see the email list, Chris. I'm about to get to some emails in a second. You understand the strategic oil reserve is there in case disaster strikes, war breaks out, and oil-producing nations stop giving us oil. It is not there as just kind of a piggy bank to tap into whenever the ice cream man comes by and I want one of the strawberry shortcakes. No, the strategic oil reserve is there for emergency situations. The Biden administration not only stopped all oil and gas drilling here on federal lands, they then turned and began to tap into our strategic oil reserve. Oh, but wait, there's more. They sent some overseas. Do you know why Japan bombed Pearl Harbor? Do you know why? Because Japan had been previously, I'm going to call it backwards. That's actually a little harsh. I adore Japan and their culture, but they were way behind technologically. And they looked around and they decided, "Uh uh-oh, this is a big problem. We better start advancing technologically. And so they went around the world. They had advisors all over the planet for militaries and economies, and they wanted to see how the great economies worked and great militaries worked. And they copied all these people, and they went back home. And it's one of the great stories of all time. If you're interested in it, it's called the Meiji Restoration. It's very fascinating. There are great books out there on it. How uh, a backwards, I'm just going to use that word nation, became a modern nation. Well, all that worked out great, right? Okay, boom, they did it. They put their minds to it, very determined people. And before you know it, they went from samurai swords and muskets to a dang good military, a really, really good navy. I'm very sharp. Good, good, good stuff. All that's great, right? Except Japan had a problem. Japan had a major problem. You got this great military, this wonderful navy, got all these ambitions, an economy that's rocking and rolling. You need fuel. Japan needed oil. Because then and now, we're talking early 20th century here, early 1900s. Then and now, the world runs on oil. That gigantic fancy navy they built up with these huge battleships ready to do battle. Well, what's a big battleship worth if it's not moving? Nothing. What's an economy worth if there's no oil to run it? Nothing. And so Japan began to expand because it needed more natural resources. It really, really, really needed oil. We eventually got so mad at Japan for their invasion into China, we cut them off from getting our oil. Japan was in such dire straits because they were running out of oil. That's a big part of what prompted the attack on Pearl Harbor. Energy, lacking energy, is a national security risk. These people are doing it on purpose. They're draining our strategic oil reserve and they're sending it overseas. 
All right, sorry, I, I got distracted. Back to Michael's montage. Laying a message saying that the Saudis are about at capacity uh, through the UAE. Um, did President Biden ask the French to ask the Saudis to pump more oil through the UAE? Uh, I did not hear this conversation, so I can't speak to that conversation. So first, do we believe we're in recession? No. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his just quick pause here. I have that voicemail. I'm going to play it for you next, but I do have that voicemail if you're wondering what Peter Ducey's talking about. Business well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So if he if that's what the president said, that, he, that is what stands. And second, secondly, but secondly, secondly, business dealings. And Peter, he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? We're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. Are you the, I'm the not. Voice on the voicemail? I am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. You seem to dismiss Peter's question about his conversation with the son, Hunter <laughs> Biden, with regards to his business dealings. And I'm wondering how is that silence consistent with the president's promise to always level with the American public? Because you know, in, in public, he says he, he hasn't discussed these business dealings. And then at least according to the, the voicemail, is, is he leveling with the, the American public on this? Phil, I hear your question, but what I can tell <laughs> you from here, standing at this podium, is that I cannot comment on any materials from the laptop. Okay, one, I think I just fell in love with her. I mean, not in that way, not in that gross way. I love that answer. First of all, I hear your question. <laughs> That's the type, you know what you say? That's what you say to the wife when you get back from golfing with the fellas and you've had one too many. And she says, were you, were you drinking beer out there? First of all, honey, I hear your question and I love you. I just want but, you to uh, know that. I think uh, the number is very fluid um, and it literally changes nearly by the hour. <laughs> Chris. All right. You want to hear that voicemail from Joe Biden? And why dinosaurs are garbage and an email roundup. All that next. We were just young and restless and Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse.
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 election is upon us, and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elites want? A weak and docile underclass? Thankfully, the patriots at Chuck... C-H-O-Q are here to help real American men take back their right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Gosh, I've been on a chalk male vitality stack for like three years now. Oh my goodness, I feel incredible. Chalk is manufactured right here in the USA. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy Focus, mood, libido, maximize your masculinity at chalk.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code JESSE for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offer, subscriptions cancelable at any time. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and hey, look, if you're feeling down, maybe we should bring in Vice, Vice President Kamala Harris to comfort you. You see, she did go to Highland Park in the wake of that shooting, and boy, this is, this is Dome at her finest. We've got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. <laughs> what in the world? All right, all right, all right. Now, we have to have a discussion here. We have to have a very serious discussion about dinosaurs. 
I'm going to get to everything else, Chris. I'm going to get to... All right, I'll play the Joe Biden voicemail. I have... Oh, I'm going to get to the emails, too. All right, here's the Joe Biden voicemail, the Hunter. Remember, just, just pause real quick. The New York Post, to their credit, the New York Post broke this Hunt Biden laptop story. Maybe you don't remember it because it was censored off social media. They even managed to ban the New, uh, the, the New York Post off of Twitter. But they broke this Hunter Biden story before the election. Hunter Biden, apparently, criminal mastermind that he is, records every single misdeed he does on his laptop, from drug use to um, <clears throat> ladies of the night to to Chinese business dealings, emails, text messages. It's all on the it's all on this idiot's laptop. New York Post gets a hold of it. Boom, they break the story. Media censors it. And then they start calling it Russian disinformation. Remember all the people? That's Russian disinformation, which was a bunch of garbage. All right, set all that stuff aside. We now know this stuff is real. Well, you do understand that when you apply for any kind of security clearance with the government, especially if it has any significance to it at all, you understand that they will interview like your high school teachers. They will interview your friends. I've been interviewed on behalf of one of my friends before who was applying for a security clearance, and they were asking me about his drinking habits. They were asking me about his wife and not, you know, hi, is she pretty? No, they were asking me, um, do they have a good relationship? Do you know anything about her? Does she struggle with drugs or alcohol? What Now, why? Why would they ask about the guy's wife? Because she immediately becomes a blackmail security risk. If she's a problem, it's a problem for him. Maybe he's squeaky clean. Maybe he is. Maybe China knocks on her door and says, hey, um, we're going to publicize all your drug use problems if you don't get some information out of your husband, Bob. It's a big deal if you're in a position of power with access to secrets and somebody close to you is an unmitigated grease fire. What Joe Biden tried to tell everybody for a long time that he had nothing to do with his son's business dealings. I have no idea. I'm, I don't know at all. Here's Joe Biden's voicemail. Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 815 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think you clear. I think you're clear. Clear of what, Dad? I mean, if we're not talking business dealings here, clear of what? Are we talking about a, a family reunion? You don't have to eat that disgusting tuna casserole Aunt Paggy brings every single time? Clear, clear of what, Joe? Everyone knows what's going on here. The Biden family has been a crime family for a long time. They've leveraged his power to enrich his family and frankly himself 10% for the big guy. You remember all that stuff and look, that's terrible. And I don't want to act like that's nothing, but a certain amount of that is built in. You're a grown up. I'm a grown up. Uh, this is look, we're used to this locally. We're used to this locally. Uh, Bill de Blasio's wife enriched herself with a gigantic uh, slush fund. Yeah. Of course, that's, that's how it works. Oh, Governor Idiot, he, he enriched himself. His brother got a deal with it. You know all this stuff. Politicians are dirty. 
But the media covering all this up on behalf of Joe Biden is a big deal, especially when we're in the middle of all these world events, especially when they're in the middle of putting in the liberal world order. What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. That doesn't sound very good now, does it? All right, set that aside. We'll get back to that stuff, and there's an email roundup tonight, Chris, coming very, very soon. There is. It's coming soon, Chris. I want to talk about why dinosaurs are garbage. The head, Listen to me. In New York, New York City, obviously, there's a 76 million year old dinosaur skeleton that's going to be auctioned one i want that skeleton it would be sweet to have this in the office apparently it's nine feet tall which chris i don't know if we can fit it here in the studio we should find a way what if we just put it in the middle of the hall so people kind of had to shimmy around it when they got up and down the hall that's one all right we'll discuss that later maybe we can talk to premier talk to premier and tell them We'll tell them it's necessary for the studio that we need it to do the show. They'll absolutely buy that. Surely none of the suits are listening right now anyway. They'll buy that. Chris, don't we have a company credit card? What if we just bought it? Better to ask forgiveness than ask permission. There we go. All right, we're bidding on the dinosaur. Look for our bid shortly. That's one, two. I know this is going to offend your sensibilities, and I couldn't possibly care less about that. 76 million years old. We're going to act like this has become like a science. It's in every textbook. My kids are obsessed with dinosaurs. How often do scientists get things wrong from like last year? Do you genuinely expect me to believe any of you can date a dinosaur skeleton with any degree of accuracy at all? And that's not even me dogging on scientists and archaeology, but they always act so certain about things they have no idea about. 76 million years? What exactly is your metric that would lead you to believe you even have a clue how old something is when it gets to being that old? You don't have a daggone idea. That thing might be 2,000 years old, and you would have no idea because you have no metric with which to measure it. And I know all about the carbon dating stuff. Chris, do me a favor while we're sitting here. Look up carbon dating. When did they come up with carbon dating? What, Chris? Oh, it's about how the atoms decompose? So they compared this with what other 76-million-year-old thing to figure that out, Chris? See, this is the problem. Chris buys into these lies. How could you buy into this? Look, maybe it is, by the way. Maybe it is 76 million years old. But don't sell me that like you know that's how old it is. You don't have a daggone idea. And this is part of the problem we have in society. What? No, Chris, they don't know. They don't know. Look up carbon dating. These people don't have any idea. This is part of the problem we have in this society. And yes, the show's gone right off the rails tonight. I realize that. People, they don't just simply say, I don't know. And I don't know why that's so difficult. Why is that so hard? We have a really old dinosaur skeleton. I don't know. Could be 10,000 years old. Could be 10 million years old. Instead, they just start throwing numbers against the wall. And because all these eggheads have thick glasses and, and Ivy League degrees, they expect all of us to agree. What, Chris? 
Oh, carbon dating? Late 40s. Late 40s. They came up with something in the late 40s, and now they think they can tell you when something's 76 million years old. The hubris of that is so over the top. What, Michael? How does one date carbon? I don't know. I've never met her. <laughs> Quit. I'm sorry. That was a good one. All right. We're going to be back. I, uh, there's somebody worse than Trump out there. And email roundup coming any second now. Don't worry about that. Let's talk about your daughter you sent off to college, though. Your son you sent off to college. My boys are getting older. I'm starting to look at them and realize they're getting more and more independent. And I love it. I love it. I'm proud of them. But I realize they're going to leave me. They're going to leave us and they're going to go off and do their own thing as men do. And and that's fine. But I do think about their safety a lot. When they're out, how are they going to protect themselves? Do you have a hero non-lethal gun? And more importantly than you, does that daughter you sent off to college? Does that son have it? Your mom who lives alone now that dad passed away, does she have a hero non-lethal gun? Or the brand new Hero Arrow, that thing I've been telling you about that's shaped like a remote control. Don't need a concealed carry permit. Anyone can use a Hero gun. It's got a laser sight, point and squeeze. Save your life or the life of the person that means the most to you. Go to Hero2020.com. The code JESSE gets you a special discount on both of them. Hero2020.com. State restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we're gonna get to who's worse than Trump and all that. Remember, you can email the show Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you want to watch me do the show, if you want to watch me in my Jesse Kelly face T-shirt. <laughs> You have to go down or you have to go uh, to the first slash Jesse and sign up for the simulcast if you want to do that. Did you hear the rear admiral? You got to admire rear admiral Buckig. I think the retirement age remains 65. Should it? Would you be for increasing that to increase the pool of, of available workers then who could who could fly these planes that oftentimes they're begging to find pilots? Look, I'm much more interested in raising the bar on things like compensation and job quality than lowering the bar on something like safety. And when you get to these training hours, uh, the retirement age and those things, those are fundamentally safety regulations. They're very, very concerned about safety. You see, once you get too old, you don't you don't function quite as well. Once you get too old, look, the father time is undefeated. The body doesn't work that well. I was just on that fishing trip with my dad. He was telling me, I can't see out of one eye. He's got a problem with one of his eyes. He's got to go get his eye looked at. It just happens, man. The body stops working. But it is interesting. You start fading away as you get too old, and the rear admiral is very concerned about that, and yet the president of the United States of America is 8,000 years old and can't form complete sentences. Boy, that almost seems like it should be a big deal, right? Hmm. It's very, very interesting. Oh, oh, uh, you know what? I should actually let him finish with this whole montage. By the way, in case you haven't figured it out, he's talking about the pilot shortage. Remember that whole vaccine mandate? Uh, We told a bunch of pilots they had to go take this vaccine. Uh, A bunch of pilots are now having heart attacks. A bunch of them are refusing to take it. Now there's a huge pilot shortage. Now we have airline cancellations and delays all over the place. 
And rest easy at night. You should know that now there's a gigantically increased risk your pilot is going to fall over with a stroke mid-flight. Makes you feel good, right? But hey, at least we all force people to get that vaccine Klaus Schwab tells us we had to take. Waves of lockdowns and the stresses of finding work or returning to workplaces have even amplified the existential and often silent mental health crisis. So, what should you do? Use the millennials and the generation set. What should you do differently? Most immediately, you are calling for the international community to safeguard vaccine equity to respond to COVID-19 and prevent future health crises. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. Hmm, that's not creepy at all. Anyway, back to the rear admiral. I guess I should let him finish here because this does apply to planes dropping out of the sky. I think the retirement age remains 65. Should it? Would you be for increasing that to increase the pool of, of available workers then who could who could fly these planes that oftentimes they're begging to find pilots? Look, I'm, I'm much more interested in raising the bar on things like compensation and job quality than lowering the bar on something like safety. And when you get to these training hours, uh, the retirement age and those things, those are fundamentally safety regulations. Uh, the United States of America should be able to have a robust aviation system uh, without watering down our expectations on safety. Do you, and think, I will it, consider, you think you compromise uh, safety with an old? I'm sorry, Secretary. Are you compromising safety. safety with a pilot older than 65? Because a lot of people say 65 is the new 55. And we have a president who's almost 80. So what's the big deal if we went up a few more years? Uh, look, uh, that regulation is there for safety reasons. I haven't seen any piece of information or data that would suggest that the, the reasoning has changed. And so I'm going to look at, at other steps that are not affecting uh, safety. Okay. Yeah, look, I'll be, it, you know, I was flying recently. It was on my mind. It was on my mind. It, it, well, Chris says, really? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I can't get into specifics right now, but you know I give you information whenever I get information. A good friend of mine was a naval aviator. Yes, like Top Gun. I uh, What, Chris? Anyway, yes, he was a naval aviator, the kind that flew fighter, fighter planes, landed and took off on aircraft carriers, all that really cool stuff. Uh, he flew commercial for a long time. He doesn't anymore. He's very wired in in that industry, and I'm going to leave that alone. He has told me now the military pilots, there have been several incidents, ones that are not getting publicized, of pilots having vaccine episodes behind the stick. Commercial airlines as well. Now, there's some redundancy up there, obviously, because you have a co-pilot. But this is something that is happening. And I will tell you, you know, I just flew up to Alaska and back. So we just got back from that fishing trip last week. It's officially on my mind. And let's expand that a little bit. Let's, let's make that applicable to you and me. Maybe you're not flying. Maybe you don't fly. You drive, don't you? Going down the highway. In your car. That sedan. Wife, husband beside you. Kids. That 18-wheeler right by you. How's that driver doing? What if 
something happens with him medically and all of a sudden he's no longer conscious and you're both doing 75 miles per hour side by side going down the highway. These things are happening now. And he was explaining to me the commercial airline industry and the military, how much they're struggling with this. Did you know our special operations guys? You know, a lot of them are dropping. Cardiac incidents. Oh, no, 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 don't get me wrong. We, we can't have any actual reporting on this because it's absolutely criminal how this was forced on so many people. Maybe it was forced on you. But these injuries out there right now, it's not just that they're happening to normal people like me. I mean, if I have one, it's not the end of the world. Life goes on. If a pilot has one when he has 300 people in the plane, it's a very, very, very big deal. These things are happening now. All right. It's email roundup time. Don't roll your eyes, Chris. This time I'm serious. You're not. I, I know that the tally is zero, Chris. That board is going to be full of little check marks by the time I'm done. It's email roundup time on the Jesse Kelly Show. And we have to get to the guy. Ooh, the commies think he's, he's worse than Trump. Joe Biden, his administration suing Arizona. We'll talk about that and more still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again, testosterone-fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. CHOQ.com, code JESSE. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time.
If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.